t- playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Another game. to win the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great thing about sports. Come on, Lenny. Pump it in there, baby. Just keep matriculating the ball down the field, boys. And let's go, everybody. James Out West, episode two, NFL season, 2019. It's a beautiful Saturday morning out here in the Sonoran Desert, September 14th, 2019, watching the Buckeyes play the Indiana Hoosiers. But you know what we're here to do. We're here to break down football. And to do that, we got to go over the games. So let's get this party started, and let's go over the Sunday morning games. Well, we can recap Thursdays real quick. That Tampa Bay, Carolina, laughing stock of a football game. Awful game. Rain, lightning, thunder. Bad Cam Newton football playing. Bad Cam Newton wardrobe wearing. Bad Cam Newton looking at himself. Bad Cam Newton. Riverboat Ron standing up for him. Maybe Cam should focus on getting healthy and remembering how to play football as opposed to trying to dress like a six-year-old British woman. The suit was fly. I'm not going to lie. His suit looked good. But that scarf and that hair, bruh. I mean, there's... That isn't even right. And for any other reason than that, y'all deserve to lose. He looked awful. Jameis Crablegs Winston looked awful. Everybody was overthrowing people, bad passes... Best thing about that game, B.A. and his staff, B.A., soul man, B.A., that hat looking clean. B.A. doesn't even look old. He doesn't look like an old man, and he coached under Bear Bryant talk. That's my dude. I love B.A. He's got so much class, so much just, he's got funk. He's got soul, you know. He's that guy. He's old school. I love it. I love it. So let's move to these Saturday games. Because that Thursday game, that was all that was worth talking about. So, Sunday morning, Dallas at the team that plays in Washington, D.C. Dallas going to steamroll. Washington's terrible. Still don't have a left tackle. Geis out on the IR. Feel bad for that cat. Bringing back Adrian Peterson. Now, AP went from inactive coach's decision to starter. I mean, I guess they can feel like they can rely on him. I'm not entirely sure, but we'll see. With that being said, Dallas is going to boat race him. Dallas is going to straight boat race him. I got Dallas putting up another huge score. I'm going to say 31 to 14 Dallas wins. Let's move on to the Colts. Colts at Tennessee. The Colts put up a good game last week. They didn't pull out the victory, but they put up a good game. I think they believe 
in old boy. I think they believe in Jacoby Brissett. QB1 Jacoby. Obi-Wan Kenobi. The Jedi himself with T.Y. Hilton. And I'm not talking about Hilton rewards, even though he's going to be scoring often and early. Um, T.Y. going to have himself a good game. I got Tennessee and their whiny defense, Logan Ryan. Oh, I got beers pouring on me when I jumped into the stands and tried to knock someone's beer out of their hand. Punk. Now, not saying he wouldn't whoop my arse, because he's a big dude. And he's got all that adrenaline and all that, but he a... I'm going to keep this PG. He a punk. Plain and simple. Punk? So, with that, their sorry offense, Derrick Henry... Had one good play, one good play with holding, which, by the way, the refs came back, oh, sorry, Browns, we did it to you again. Now, not that that was going to stop the smackdown we took on opening day, but like we said in the last episode, maybe needed to be humbled. I don't know. We'll get to that game later. So I got Indy, Anna, this coach winning. I'm going to say 21-10. Seattle having to travel all the way from Pacific Northwest to Pittsburgh, who got boat raced by New England. They're ready. They're going to ready to get back on track. Old Big Ben Roethlisberger and the terrible, I don't like them, the Steelers, obviously, being a Browns fan. But they'll get right. They'll get that victory. Russell Wilson's going to have himself a hard day. That defense is going to be flying around. Uh, Pittsburgh, I'm going to say 21. Seattle... 17. Buffalo at the G-Men. That's just two bad New York teams. And Buffalo's fun. They're like our, uh, their fans, the Bills Mafias, are cousins, so to speak. Cleveland and Balt- Cleveland and, and the Bills, our fans have camaraderie for one another. We root for them. Um, they're not going to win this game. They got lucky they came back and beat the sorry Jets down 16-0. So that, let that be a lesson, Browns. You saw what happened last week, and now the Jets don't have Sam Donald. And who knows what's going to happen to Lev Bell. Greg Williams out there running his mouth. We can take that. Buffalo came back and did that. Josh Allen came back and did that. We should be able to come back and do that. So I got the G-men, though, getting to one and one Barely. It's going to be an ugly game. I don't even know what to say score-wise because it's going to be ugly. Could be a field goal fest. Could be a shootout because no one's playing defense. It's hard to say with these teams. Uh, so I'll throw out 21-17, G-Men. Now, New England at Miami, they have their fits. They have their problems in Miami a lot. Historically speaking, they have problems in Miami. But, but, not this year, folks. No Gronk to play safety to get beat on a bad play. No Tannehill that can throw the ball 40 yards and somehow squeak out a victory. No, no, no. This is the new Miami Dolphins, a.k.a. the old Cleveland Browns. Adam Gase used to joke with his players down there that if they weren't playing bad, they would trade him to Cleveland. Now, he's not even there, but the tides have turned. That franchise is a dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. They got no identity. They need to lose all their games so they can get themselves a quarterback. I think it's been like 25 years since they've drafted a quarterback in the first round. Well, no, I can't say that. They've drafted like two. What? Dan Marino and Ryan Tannehill. That might have been their only first-round quarterback picks in the last forever. Miami going to get boat raced by New England, the evil empire, bringing in Antonio Brown basket case himself. 
but he will ma- he will not matter. Now, I do believe he's from that area, so he may want to show out, and he's an incredible talent. They'll get him worked in. New England steamrolls. Tom Brady has himself a game. Maybe they rely on the running. Maybe Sonny Michelle goes off. Either way, another boat race. They're going to – people be leaving them stands to go to the beaches by halftime. All right. Jacksonville, Houston. Houston looked good. They can keep Deshaun Watson upright. That team's going to be dangerous. Not Baker Mayfield dangerous, just dangerous in general. Good to see that they can put up some points. Horrible, horrible, horrible start for Jacksonville. To lose their quarterback, the NFL Super Bowl MVP, BDN, old Nicky Foles. I feel bad for that cat. Feel bad for that cat. He can't help his team. They got some kid in there. I just don't. Ah, man, that's tough. Going into Houston like that, I'm gonna give Houston the nod on that game. I'm gonna say 24 to 10. Probably the best game of the morning. Minnesota Vikings at the Green Bay Packers. Um, interesting because Green Bay and Mike Pettin's blunt force Tarama defense. Showed up week one. See if they can show up week two and actually show that they are a legitimate defense that teams are going to have to worry about this year. Aaron Rodgers has some things to clean up. I know his numbers look good, but, man, you see some of those passes, they were in the dirt. And he's going to say it was because of uh, the Bears' defense, and the Bears' defense is very good. Um, But Minnesota's defense is nothing to uh, slouch at. 100% nothing to slouch at. Their defense is incredible. They got playmakers at every position. They've got a great head coach that can keep his head on his shoulders and knows what to do in the right times. And what are they doing? They got to go beat Aaron Rodgers. Can Kirk Cousins beat Aaron Rodgers? Well, they don't play against each other, so that's good. Uh, Dalvin Cook looks like Dalvin Cook of old. Looks healthy. Adam hooked on a Thielen. Consistent. Diggs. Oh, Stefan Diggs. Should be pretty amazing. We'll see what happens. And with that, we're going to take a little, we're going to take a commercial break. So I will return in a few minutes.
And I'm back. Wow, first commercial break. We don't have any ads. We don't have any commercials, but need to run a little bit of music to get that uh, get that situated. Now, back to where we were at. Minnesota at Green Bay. I'm going to take the pack. Psych. I'm going to take the Vikings. I got the Vikings winning this game. It's going to be close. Green Bay's offense didn't show me enough. I'm going to go... 24-17, Minnesota. And that's relying on the fact that Kirk Cousins actually does something. But we'll see. All right. Lackluster morning game. L.A. charges at the Detroit Lions. Detroit tied the Cardinals last week. I don't know what's worse. I don't know what's worse. Tying them or losing to them. I mean... Cardinals played like booty for three quarters and then showed up in the fourth and in overtime. Just couldn't get it done. Chargers look good. Chargers look like they're going to be just fine without Melvin Gordon, which is sad for him. He better figure that out. Uh, I'm going to take the Chargers. We'll say 24-17. This game I only want to talk about. San Francisco 49ers at the Bungles. Bengals put up a little bit of a game last week um, against what nobody thought was going to happen against the Seahawks. Seahawks still came out with the victory. So what's that say? Is that the Seahawks looking bad? Is that Cincinnati looking better than we all thought? Or is it just two teams week one scuffing it out? I'm going to go with that. I'm going to say the Cincinnati stays on the losing wagon. San Francisco goes in and gets a win. Somehow San Francisco I think is going to be 2-0. Jimmy G and the guys... Still not sold on them. I'm not sold on. I'm not sold on Kyle Shanahan. I was not sold on him in Cleveland. I was not sold on him in Atlanta. I'm not sold on him in San Francisco. Let's move on to the two Heisman winning running quarterbacks. <laughs> Kyler Murray and there's on the Cardinals travel cross country to Baltimore. To the stank fest that is the Ravens. T. Sizzle going to try to break off a couple of sacks against his old team. I think the Baltimore Ravens will be figured out. I don't think it's this week. I think Baltimore wins. I think it's not going to be close. But the score is going to be further than the game. Uh, Baltimore, 24. You know what? I'm going to say Cardinals, 17. I don't know why. It just came to me. Maybe they are a little bit closer. And that's it for the morning games. Morning slate, I'm probably going to be watching, besides jumping in on all of them. Really, that Minnesota-Green Bay game is the one that's got my attention. The afternoon games, there's not many. There's three afternoon games and one night game. The afternoon games has a banger. And it's not the Kansas City Chiefs at Oakland. That game's going to be Patty Mahomes running patty cakes on everybody. Oakland coming off that high of week one. We don't need a B. We don't need a B. You don't to beat Denver but you need more talent than you have to beat the Chiefs so I'm going to say Kansas City not close not close not even close like 31 to 10 Chicago at Denver the Denver Broncos and Joe Flacco Joe Wacko dude can't play football no more I was sad to see him leave Baltimore because I always felt like when he played 
against the Browns. The Browns had a chance to win. Did they win? No, but they always had a chance. He put them. He always put Baltimore in a in a position in which if a better team was on the other field, they would have paid for it. They just happened to be the lowly, lowly Browns at that time. Chicago Bears defense very good. Mitchell Trubisky. Oh. A lot of overthrows. A lot of overthrows. And I like his game, but a lot of overthrows. People very upset. Bears fans upset. Couldn't move the offense. And they were still in it with like two minutes to go, which is incredible. Both teams last week were still in it. It was like, who was, who's going to make a play to win this game? Because both were making plays to lose. Chicago gets right this week, though, ladies and gentlemen. I think uh, the Chicago Bears go into Denver and hand Denver their second loss of the season. Not looking good for John Elway and the crew. It always brings me joy. Always brings me joy. When the Denver Broncos lose. Love the city. Love the state. Hate the team. Let's move on. So the biggest game of the afternoon. And maybe of the week. Rematch of the NFC Championship game. The New Orleans Saints. And the LA Rams. Sean McVay. Seeing what he can get going. Sean Payton. Saying not so fast, my friend. Hold your horses. I have Drew Brees. I got Mike Thomas. Can't guard Mike. Got Alvin and the Kamaras. Bull nose ringing everything. Just running up and down the field. That offense is incredible. And poised. They've been together so long. The defense. They're a professional team. They look like a professional team. When it's crunch time, they don't panic. They're like... The Patriots. They roll right in. Okay, here's what we got to do. Everybody set. Hike the ball. Make a play. Get down. Call timeout. Game winner. That's what professional teams do. We don't have a lot of those in this league. It's like they run around with chickens like their heads cut off. They don't know what they're doing. With that, I'm going to have to say I'm rolling. New Orleans going to go in there and win. It's going to be payback, but not the payback they needed because they got hosed last year. Hosed out of going to the championship. And there's a whole other conspiracy involving that when you look at the refs that called that game. They were all from Southern California. Very interesting. All from L.A. I don't Even the optics look bad on that. And one of the guys played for the Rams in the 80s, and he's a ref now, and he's refing that game. Sorry, dog. You cannot let that happen. Because even with a mishap, even with that mishap, it looks even worse. Looks even worse. New Orleans going to go in there and score some points. I know LA's got a good defense, but I think New Orleans has a better offense. It's going to be a close game, but I got the Saints winning. Now, that night game is Dirty Birds versus another set of Dirty Birds, the Eagles. And the Atlanta Falcons. Now, it's in Atlanta. It's inside. It's going to be fast. It's on that field. Julio! Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, these guys. But I'm going to take Philly. I think Philly's going to keep pounding. I think they are a very interesting team. Everything rides on, as most teams, their quarterback. Um, two seasons removed from an MVP caliber season in uh, Carson Wentz. I just think that they've got what it takes to move Four and beat ten and six, eleven and five. So I'm going to give them the victory here on Sunday night, which leads us to one game left on the schedule, and that comes on Monday night when the Cleveland Browns 
attempt to get right from that whooping they took last week, that humbling experience, got everybody melting down in Cleveland. Going on the road to face Adam Gase and the Jets. And the reason I say Adam Gase because they're not going there to face Sam Donald. He got the mono. I don't even know how that happens. I mean, is he 17 years old in high school? How is it? And he went to USC and didn't get it then. So how the hell did he get it now? I know somebody said that the, uh, the evil empire of the Patriots sent Demarius Thomas to the Jets and he was carrying mono. That's pretty funny. Um, maybe Colin Cowherd's got it. I heard that. Maybe Cowherd's got it. Sam was, he's kissing Sam. <laughs> um, I feel bad for Sam, though. I like Sam Darnold. I think he's a good kid. Um, got a heck of an arm talent. Very quiet. Um, glad he's not our quarterback. Glad we have who we have. But with that being said, Trevor Simeon is ripe for the taking, boys. The Browns can go out there and lay the smack down. Now, will they? I friggin' hope so, considering what happened last week. OBJ running his mouth some more. I love OBJ, but man. Now, I think this was pretty smart, though, him setting up Greg Williams. So anytime there's a close to even a close of a dirty hit, they're going to call it. Hopefully. Hopefully. Just please do me a favor, Odell Beckham. Take the watch off. You don't need to cause any more distractions than the distraction that is your play because you're so good. Distract the team with your play, with your route running, with all the movements you do, with the ability to get open on any play, essentially. Do that. Distract them with that. Don't distract them with a plastic $350,000 watch that was given to you in the midst that you were going to show it off. Not during the game, bro. Like I said last week, where you got to be that you have to know the time. You got an important meeting to go to that you're afraid you're going to miss while you're on the field? No. Stop the shenanigans. Take the watch off. Leave it off. Get a victory. Then put the watch on. Unlock the Bud Light coolers, and let's have a time. I think defense is going to roll on them. They're not going to know what happened. I think our defense gets right, especially after what happened last week. These guys all better feel like they all let everybody down. They let each other down. They let the coaching staff down. They let their family down. They let their friends down with their lack of play, their lack of tenacity. And to be the team that's supposed to be the most physical team Y'all got out physical last week. Let's see that change this week. Let's see the Browns get in, get right against the Jets, make the Jets 0-2, crazy eyes Adam Gase in his power shoulder stance, looking for smelling salts because he's going to need them because he's going to need them because Greg Williams is going to be yelling at him on the sideline when his offense can do nothing and his defense is getting boat raced. I can't wait. And like I said, I really love Greg Williams. I liked having him in Cleveland. I didn't want to see him leave. I understand why they had to make the move. I'm okay with that. I'm good with what we have. I am good with what we have. We just got to make sure we take care of business. I say we like we're on the field, like I'm a player. And I understand that that's the fandom showing. But that's what this is. It is fandom. I'm a third-generation Browns fan, as some of us are. My brother's got a fourth-generation, his kid, Browns fan. And all they know is losing. That's all they know. My brother, I don't believe, recalls seeing them with a... 2007 was a long time ago for that kid. He may... I mean, I'm sure he remembers it, but... I mean, come on. 
That was like Joe Thomas's rookie year. 10-6. and six. Oh, and by the way, that year we lost to the Cardinals in Arizona, so don't repeat that, Cleveland. Don't repeat that. You're going to need that victory because that's definitely one you have to count. We did not count on losing to Tennessee, which, by the way, maybe hindsight, 50-50 like Cam Newton says that Pat Mack, if he says Cam Newton says, of course, I'm going to reference the referencer. Uh, but hindsight's uh, 20-50 or <laughs> 50-50. <laughs> Either way, that team has gone 9-7 and seven the last three, three years in a row, and it's about time. It's about time that people gave them a little respect. That includes us. We should have given them respect, and we didn't. So we're going to respect them this year. Although I did have them losing to Indianapolis, so maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. All right. Monday night, Cleveland at the Jets. Cleveland going to put up about 34. Jets going to put up about 10 to 14, 17. Browns win big. Get the week going right. Let's see how I do. We'll talk again. I can't wait. I'm excited. Hopefully you're excited. Throw some stuff in the mentions. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know your thoughts. What games you're excited for. What you think. Or if you think I'm an idiot. Based on my uh, my predictions. Looking at it going. <laughs> this guy has no idea what he's talking about. And that may be true. That may be true. But guess what? That's the same for everybody on TV and on the radio. Unless you're in the locker room, unless you're actually there, we don't know. We speculate. We're taking what other people say. I listen to NFL Network, watch NFL Network, get a lot of ideas, get a lot of information, pay attention to locals, see what's going on, and then I make my own conclusions. Hopefully, hopefully it's good enough and entertaining that you guys are going to want to tune in again for episode number three, which will be out in a couple of days, recapping Sunday's games. May or may not have it done before recapping the Browns game. Maybe Monday night during the Browns. Who knows? Either way, ladies and gentlemen, this is James Out West. Excited to join you guys once again. Looking forward to what will be a great time. Enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy the drink. Enjoy the vitamins. Enjoy the family. And let's get ready to take care of this business, everybody. Now, with that being said, I'm going guys get you guys out of here with one of my favorites because, damn it, if you're not feeling dangerous, what are you doing? When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. <laughs> woke up feeling dangerous. Woke up feeling dangerous. Final second. It's over. It's over. Cleveland is a city of champions once again. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Baker Mayfield, you were compelled to watch. Baker Mayfield. Welcome, feeling dangerous.